Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Truth and Levity with Candace and Jordan. Jordan and Candace. Back and today. Go, I'm not going to fight you. You can't fight. You got to fight. <laughs> For your right. For your name, um, not to be first. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do, uh, we have been so consistent this season. Yes. Except last week we were a little bit shorter. Today we're going to have to be even shorter, and it's all my fault. So apologies. Uh, specifically to tim um, yes our listener tim out there <laughs> listener tim unhappy with our shorter uh, podcast but yeah <laughs> we're gonna have to uh, candace and i can do some rescheduling so we can shuffle it around and do it on a different day uh, so we can make sure we adhere to our 47 minute podcast but for today we're gonna get uh, the truth and levity that we can get into 30 minutes or so right, we should take bets to see exactly how long it should be the pods or today how long it's going to be? How long do you think? I'm thinking 24. 24 minutes? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking 27. Oh, okay, that's a good number. How do we know? Oh, I'm the one with the timer. Oh, yeah, you can. If, you we're, can betting, if we're betting something. I bet you're going to win nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, my goodness. So <sighs> I'm going to talk about this. Okay. And I know it's, it's already like talked about like crazy. And you might not have paid attention to it, but the Oscars were on. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Right? And, um, and like, you didn't know if it was pretend or not when um, it was Chris Rock had said something. I'm sure everybody knows. So, but in, in case you've lived under a rock <laughs> 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 um, and haven't heard about it every two seconds, um, Chris Rock was, he made a joke about um, Jada and G.I. Jane too. And then um, essentially, like, will smith laughed and then he looked over at his wife and noticed she didn't find it funny and he like pull it so there's something going on there i think i think there's like some kind of like he's trying to win her over or what and he marched up on onto the stage yeah. slapped chris rock and then walked away and then chris rock was kind of like stunned and then he proceeds to yell at him to keep his her name out of his mouth like oh my gosh and it, it was like like what is going on like i thought will smith was like the fresh prince of nice yeah but he <laughs> like surreal he flipped but i think that there's something more going on and that's another reason why you need to talk about your feelings and what's going on mm -hmm. but I, could, and I, I i did a deep dive on it and um there is history you know about um, the entanglements and all that Entangled? What do you mean entangled? Oh, do I not want to know? Oh, no, she had a relationship with a young guy. Oh, okay. And they went on her red table talk. And <laughs> see, I know I wait, know I way too much. Yeah, you know one day, one day, Candace is totally going to have another podcast <laughs> that is all just the gossip. You said of, I should do that. The you gossip. should totally do it. You should totally so, you should just break it down. But she called it an entanglement with this young man. So this young man came back. And he wrote a song called Entanglements. <laughs> Look up the lyrics. He, you, you get all the dirt there. So yeah, that's what I did when I should have been doing other things. So, well, okay. So I want to tie this into yeah. our mental health theme. So yes, Will that's Smith, what the point was for Will me, Smith. but I did my thing that I do. Will Smith could clearly uh, perhaps use some uh, breathing techniques, maybe, maybe yeah. some anger management, some emotional regulation. Um, I'm all for standing up for your um spouse or your loved ones absolutely 100 percent. 
but that 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 was definitely reactive very not, reactive. not responding you know reactive and i doubt that you know chris rock had like jada's medical record in front of him <laughs> to know that she has alopecia and that it's a thing because she's a very beautiful woman that doesn't need hair so he probably just thought he was just making like a lighthearted joke he's a comedian not an insult I, specialist I was, so it was just funny to me that like oh my god why are you flipping out on that like he wasn't he didn't say anything mean like how she looks or <laughs> just compared her mm. to another beautiful woman I was listening to David Spade, uh, who's one of my favorite stand-up comedians. He was on a, a podcast um, called Smartless, and it aired. It was it aired earlier this week. It was recorded, you know, a couple weeks back. And on the podcast, um, he was talking about Chris Rock. Obviously, this was recorded before. before the Oscars, and he was talking about because because David Spade has a history of making jokes about people, but but the ones he mostly makes are either in his stand-up routine or used to do them on Saturday Night Live. And he, he, you know, he was saying, you know, I talked to Chris, to Chris Rock, and he's like, I don't know how you do it. He does it live in front of the celebrities when he hosts these, you know, Oscars and things like that, or when he presents. And he's like, I don't, I don't know how he does it. I couldn't do it. And then, like a couple of days later, Chris Rock does that very same thing and gets slapped across the face. <laughs> gets slapped in the face. Oh man. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Oh wow. So um, I, I have been having a. Um, an interesting time in my life, Candice, a lot of things as you're aware of, and I won't go into details here. Um, you're aware to a certain extent, um, but a lot of things are shifting and landscapes kind of changing. Um, so there's a, a, an unsettled feeling, but in the midst of it all, I have just this tremendous awareness that um, it's part of growth. Like it, it's not um, and to, I guess I could frame it best um, with, uh, and I shared this last night in, in my meditation class, a quote from Jim Carrey, life doesn't happen to us, it happens for us. Oh, yes. And um, some of these things that, that I've been experiencing lately um, in the past would have triggered a multitude of different responses. And for me, now I find myself just willing to sit in the uncomfortableness or the pain or whatever is coming up. And with that willingness to sit in it, in the thick of it, it's, there's this kind of, not to get too esoteric, but there's like this knowing that comes up and you just start to know that like, there's a purpose behind this pain. Like there's a purpose behind this change. There's, there's a, a purpose behind this movement of life. So, so much, so many times life is moving, right? right. And, and things are shifting externally and changing. And we just cling to what we know, what's familiar. No, I can't change. I will not go. No, no, no. And it's that clinging that creates more suffering where if we just let go and say, okay, you know, I'm just, let me, let me just go with the, the flow of life or the roller coaster. I don't know. It's just kind of, it's kind of been, I'm not saying it, there hasn't been a, a, a frustration felt or a tear shed, but it's been really oddly, profoundly beautiful. I don't know. It's almost like you're, you're sitting in a cocoon of all these emotions and you're like in it, you're in it. You're not outside of the cocoon, you're in it. And you got all the goo and all the mess all around you, but you're like recreating something so you can just open up that cocoon and break it open. And you're this like beautiful butterfly that has so many different colors. You just probably would be a green one, but now you have all these different layers of colors and it, you know, it's just pretty cool. Like I can see it. You're a butterfly, dude. What? A butterfly. <laughs> Oh, is that, do I need a, I need a PG version for. 
<laughs> I can always put a sound effect in there, you know. I, I'm a butterfly birch. <laughs> birch bear. Birch bear. I'm a butterfly. I'm a butterfly. I, I like it. I like it. Well, that's good. You I look saw, good. Uh, uh, well, thank you. Well, thank you very much. So do you. You look lovely. Although if if you were to look at our screens that unfortunately listeners cannot, Candace's background is totally black. Right. And my background is primarily bright white shining in from the sun. It's like a yin and yang. It is a yin. We are yin yang though. Yeah. We are. We're, we're a lot alike in a lot of ways, but then we do, we are completely different <laughs> yeah. people, but I think that's what works. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. How um, I'm, I'm the crazy you to your sanity. <laughs> <laughs> no how are yes. you doing i'm good i'm good we're going to see sebastian maniscalco tonight mm. and it's so going fun. to rain very heavily like storm warnings coming in and our seats aren't covered and there's part of me that's like i don't want to miss it you go. know i want to go but i think just go tim and the friends that we're going with are like not about the rain but is it supposed to be thunderstorms it might be it's like severe weather warnings or oh, but maybe whatever. not that i would go if it was just whatever. raining i would so go it would be fun right it'd be fun i don't want to be i wouldn't want to have to like like lightning and then i got to run inside and all that kind yeah, of that's stuff not, I that's never that. fun but i would do rain sebastian Maniscalco's funny and He's laughter so funny is the best medicine yes it's so nice that we can do those things again you know mm-hmm. it's been a long time speaking of things like that <laughs> outdoor events um candace <laughs> I, I can't know. say i can't say things. speaking of things <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't mean to make that face <laughs> things. Uh, we have to redeem ourselves for last week's podcast we do okay. we do we do have let's, to behave a little bit board. i feel like we might have lost some people with our candace launch. candace and i have determined that we have to keep this podcast uh, even though we talk about subject matter obviously we mentioned right. suicide and stuff that it's very heavy and and not necessarily pg we would like to try to keep it as pg as possible as, as PG. maybe we ventured yes. away from that territory last week so we're gonna... i do have the gift of being inappropriate at times so i'm working on that <laughs> that's great don't work on it it's great. <laughs> no, it's hilarious. Uh, life's too serious we need to, we it need is to. really serious um it doesn't have to be right no it doesn't um, and my chasey has a big day tomorrow mm, my chase is, is giving a his speech is a Tropicana something speech and he won for his class so now he's got to present in front of the fourth and fifth grade which is a lot of kids and parents of the children that are moving forward so for his class he got first place he had a cute little blue ribbon and I think he would have been happy with just getting the blue ribbon (laughs) and I was like do I have to do it yes you do but he wasn't nervous or anything and it's a good proof it's proof let me say this again it's good because like the improv and talking about that it it helped a lot the breathing because my child that has anxiety just did that it's amazing. So, you heard it here chase is amazing love you buddy yeah, i know you're not listening i know you won't listen but i love you <laughs> he doesn't listen um yeah dude uh i um you know, I think, you know, the improv stuff that you mentioned certainly helped with my anxiety, your anxiety. And, um, you know, we, we both of us played some of those improv games with our family, you know, our kiddos right. and stuff. Um, I think even beyond that, though, there's like, um, uh, I was reminded of this yesterday when I, I spoke with a, uh, 
uh, I don't know how to frame a mental health professional, let's say, um, but a kind of a more uh, mental health professional that's a little bit more esoteric and kind of that's the second time I've used esoteric today, a little bit more open spiritually, let's say. And she was just talking about how, um, you know, we're, we're vibrational creatures. So like we're, we are, we kind of, we vibrate on a certain wavelength, right. but we will, there's this, this phenomena of kind of harmony that happens where if we're in a group of people, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of assimilate together or we'll kind of meet in the middle of, you know, if you're really depressive and I'm really up, we'll kind of meet in the middle that kind of, that kind of thing, you know, That's or true. if you're like, or if you're like super, you know secure and grounded in your uplifting vibe then you will uplift people around you you know we've, you've been around people from both from that, that are oh, both yeah. ways people that are so heavy and so depressive that you get around them and it just sucks the life out of you or people that are so full of life and love and uplifting that you're around them and it just feels good to be around them um and uh so this this uh this uh again mental health professional um was talking she cited a study and um, I, I don't know that I would have cited this particular study, but she was talking about, um, I can't, I don't know the exact study, but it was a group of women uh, from all walks of life, generations, blah, 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 put into a, a similar living circumstance. And with eight days, they all got into the same cycle, something like that, right? That was the, that was the idea, basically, like, you know, is it kind of a more rudimentary scientific way to yeah, say we, we sync up in different ways. Right. Um, but uh with the the improv and, and the the work that you and I have and continue to do on ourselves respectively individually, like that can only have positive impacts on the people that we spend time with and people that we love. And, that, and that's the one thing that people get wrong about self-care. They they think it's selfish to take this 15 minutes to meditate or to go to this retreat or to do whatever. Um, but the more you uplift yourself it's only going to uplift those around you. It's only going to serve others. Um, and uh, anyway, so I was just reminded of that conversation yesterday when you said. That That's true. I think that if I would have been like neurotic and uh, worried and stressed, I think it would have spilt onto him. Like he, I didn't give him a hard time about it. He wrote his own speech. He mm -hmm. practiced it, you know, as he was supposed to do it over spring break with y'all, but he never did. Like I didn't put that pressure <laughs> on him. It was just the two days before I'm like, we should probably go over it. Let's, you know, read it a couple of times. He maybe read it like six times. Um, he tried to do it without his note cards and he ended up only looking down at them twice. Like he could remember everything. I can't even remember like Tim's social security number. Like, and I'm 25 years, you know, but, <laughs> but like, he just has that, that mind that can remember things, but he just is so like, he was so calm about it. That's and she said he didn't show nervousness. That's beautiful. At all. So it was kind of, it's really neat. And today at work, I was talking about it with one of my coworkers and she had said um, when she was younger, she, somebody had made fun of her. She feels like she remembers that like somewhere. And so ever since then, the idea of speaking in front of people, it's, it's just not going to happen. And, um, and I thought, you know, I could help you with that. <laughs> like, I know you can, you can fix that child from way back mm -hmm. when, and you start to not care what people think it's, it's great. You know, you respect people, but you don't, you don't worry about their judgments and you just kind of, if they want to make fun of you or think you're ridiculous, that's on them. Like that's something about them. And that's why they're feeling that way. Mm -hmm. But you know, I'm, I am what I am and you know, I'm not going to change for you. I'm just going to be myself. 
in a big yeah. way the improv stuff is like exposure therapy where oh you you expose you expose yourself to something that's scary or fearful right to be right. an improv is to be like in front of people and totally not prepared because you can't prepare yeah. and i'm sure you can attest to this but i speak from my personal experience like my first class my first 10 classes my first few months i was nervous every time i oh, every walked time. into the setting into the class and then i would settle in and then i would really just find this joy there's always joy mm -hmm. I don't want to say always, because there's certainly fearful situations yeah. oh, yes. where there's not joy on the other side, but those things, those mental, emotional fears that aren't necessarily reality-based, mm -hmm. um, there's always joy on the other side, just whether it's just because you've conquered a fear or because like right. something like improv, where it's just as joyful to be vulnerable like that and to be in the moment and present and having fun with people. It's like you could be a child again and almost like you answer that child, you know, like yeah. you kind of relive a little piece of your childhood not become a child again but you can say or do whatever you do and you're not faulted for it in one bit and I I did it for a full year um maybe a little bit longer if I added in the first time you took me mm -hmm. and I, I think it healed me you know it really did heal me it changed me and to the point where I don't remember being as nervous as I used to be I mean I still have moments of social anxiety and you know, certain, you know, phobias that I have, like, you know, I don't like using the phone and things like that as much. I'll do it, but I still have that anxious right before moment. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to get rid of that. But, <laughs> you know, like, it's just a weird blockage I have. Have I, I can't, I'm sure I've, maybe I've said this on here before, but um, there is, so there's obviously a, a, a before anxiety that is inordinate and too much, and we can break down and heal with time. But there is a certain level of of sympathetic response or stress or anxiousness even though that's not the right word that is like necessary and prepares us to hop on the phone and talk to a stranger or to stand up in front of people and do a speaking engagement and that's the thing that was helpful for me to realize because i had you know improv took right. me i did that for about a year and then i started doing my speaking engagements in front of people And without that year of improv i wouldn't have gotten to that point and even exactly. still before my first ever big speaking engagement i had you know, just tremendous right. panic attack as I was going to face this lifelong oh, fear. I remember from, that day. From, yeah, from something that I experienced as a child. It was this childhood trauma that came up again. Um, but then I I uh, broke through that. And but then I would still so I and I, every time I did it again, it was like continued exposure therapy from the improv to the speaking engagement, one after the other. And then they were they were easier and easier and easier. But I, I got to this point where I was like, well, I've done it so many times. How come I'm not just totally zen and, and peaceful? You know, why is there this sense of nervousness? And, and then I realized from watching, of all things, a, a WWE documentary where Ronda Rousey, a former MMA fighter who's now a wrestler, they were interviewing her right before she was going out to, to wrestle. I think it was like WrestleMania, some big show. And they were like, do you get nervous? And she said, yeah, it's just what my body does before I do great things. Yeah, I love that. And it's like, and I was like, wow, that's it. Like there is supposed to be this level of like getting hyped up and prepared, right. whether that's as simple as hopping on a phone or, or speaking or wrestling or whatever it is to like, you know, you're at a resting state when you're chilling on your couch by yourself, things have to amp up a bit, you know, to get out there. And I think there was a part of me that was just afraid of my own anxiety. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%, afraid of yes. the feel of my own anxiety. And once I right. got comfortable with that, and let go of that story in my head. And I was like, oh, this is supposed to happen. This is okay. Then I really do feel calm through and through, but that calm isn't, isn't predicated upon my heart rate being this or that. Right. You know what I mean? Like I can feel calm and still feel like pumped up and ready to do this. 
um, anyway, I love that. Yeah, it's love, just what my body does before I do great things. Afraid of your own anxiety. I remember um, a few weeks before we went to Maryland, we took, um, Ty and I took the Jeep up to get its oil changed. And I had such anxiety about it because in the past, um, I think I probably talked about this, but in the past, you know, the whole, you know, trying to sell you more and stuff like that gave me anxiety before. So I was, you know, Tim, you're going to have to talk to them. And, and I was like, try to pick a fight with them in a way because I just really didn't want to do it. Like I was just so afraid of the questions they were going to ask me and put me on the spot. And I didn't want to like sign up for everything that they offered, but you know, knows that I know that I'm too nice sometimes. So I would, you know, just do it or they would convince. So I was just really afraid that I would make the wrong decision or, and it just spiraled. You can feel my spiral right now, like thinking about it. And then I did it and it wasn't that bad, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it was, you know, Tim did want to, want to talk to them because, you know, there were certain things with the car and it was his ultimate decision, like what to do at this point or at the next point. So I just, instead of just realizing it was going to be fine and that that wave was just going to come, I was waiting for the tidal wave to come and, you know, destroy me that day. And it didn't, but no, I, I'm telling what, you that pre-anxiety of you know what fear might be helpful of it. For you, I mean, this was helpful for me is, is there was a certain time period where I started keeping like journals too strong. I would just keep notes on my speaking engagements afterwards. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that bad. I actually was only nervous for 30 seconds and then I got through it. And, and I did that for a few months. And, and then I would like, it started to reprogram or remind my brain yes. that, yeah, it's not what it once was. Things are changing. I've grown. And like right. that worst case scenario doesn't exist anymore we've kind of evolved past that but i needed I to like actually write it down as you reminded me you before it. we started this podcast um to write down like your what you want to manifest in your life and it just kind oh, of yeah. makes it a little bit more concrete i think the same thing works kind right. of in the reverse where if you write down what life is actually like right now it can just be remind like, oh, yourself yeah, that oh wait what it was yeah. i've grown <laughs> i'm not that um, fearful little girl anymore you know candace we need to improv um, it real quick. Right? We need to, I have to roll. So I, I have, I say we do a speed, some speed round five things. Okay. Okay. All right. We're jumping into the levity, ladies and gentlemen. Candice, five things that you chew. Go. Gum. One. Hair. Two. <laughs> Gorillas. Three. <laughs> Cantaloupe. Four. And, um, pins. Five. These are five things. I don't what? know why I said tins. I don't know why I said tins. Tins. Oh, is that like chewing tobacco? No. Like just, I was tins. thinking like a, just like a tin that you would keep like an Altoid in. Oh. I didn't want to say Altoid. I thought it was because you're down I should have said Altoid because you, you chew an Altoid. I can't even talk. Altoid. <laughs> you chew in. All right, Jordan. Five things that you would wash your face with if there was no soap or cleaning products around water one <laughs> um, milk two Ooh, orange juice three sticky uh, clean towel four <laughs> i'm not gonna say that um a daffodil five these are five things a daffodil and it's a five daffodil. things that you walk on Water. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. One. Gravel. Two. Fire. Three. Snow. Four. Ski shoes. Five. These are five <laughs> things. 
I have no idea. <laughs> it's weird, the weird things that jump in your head and I'm like, you just got to say it. All right, five things that you take with you that you don't want to take with you. <laughs> Children. One. <laughs> um, uh, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I can't say that. Um, uh, daffodils. Two. <laughs> um uh stray dogs three <laughs> uh your cell phone four <laughs> that was a public service announcement people <laughs> um you take your baggage five these, these are, five, are things. five things that was good oh jordan yes five titles for a film that is written about you Oh goodness! <laughs> One. One. I was about to say the title of my book, but I'm not gonna do it. Not um, gonna do it. Two. Not gonna do it. Two. Freedom. Three. Silly boy. <laughs> Silly boy. <laughs> um. Uh, artichoke. If these are five things. I don't know why it's just okay. Or yeah, is it, it was either that or there was or this the, book. There was this book here that said Mother Teresa, and I was like, I am not going to say Mother Teresa. No, and no. somehow my brain associated Mother Teresa with artichoke. But you could call know. it the art I choke. What does that mean? Artichoke. But what Fast. does the art I choke mean? I don't know. You just break down artichoke. Art I choke. I bet there's a joke in there. I bet like you can make up a joke. Let's see that. Go. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> but the art I choke. Artichoke. It's like Sesame Street when it would be like B because. Because. I could get that. I feel like I feel like um I mean, here we go. I feel like that is that is the story of my life, or it was the story of my life where like there was this this art, this expression that wanted right. to come up through me, and I just choked it down for fear of what other people would think. So yes, Boom. my self-titled movie is called Art I Choke. I think that you need to rename your book immediately. <laughs> Done. Art I choke. Art I choke. We'll get Done. tattoos that say art I choke. <laughs> like I'm saying in another language with oh, my man. art I choke. I like that. I, I, uh, I kind of, I want to hang out and do 20 minutes of improv right now. I know, right? Candace and I'm going to say this on the podski so that we're held accountable. We've kind of gotten a little lazy with the, the improvs where we've just done five things and yes. some other things of late. And we want to push the envelope and I think challenge us both to do to remember some old games, look up some new ones yes. or do some scenes here. Like, I think one of the cool things about an improv show, which I, we would encourage all of you to go see one. Um, yes. They're so amazing and so uplifting, but uh, they like they will have like a monologist come out and speak just off the cuff, tell a story of their life. Um, uh, give a monologue a monologist <laughs> give a monologue candace <laughs> i'm like i've never heard a, a monologist i'm pretty before. sure that's i'm pretty sure that's what they, they call it anyway whatever you someone, sell it so i believe so, it someone delivers a monologue they just talk about a life experience or whatever and then the uh the improv folks come in and then create make-believe scenes just pulling little bits and pieces from from that story that real life story that was shared so one of the it. ideas we would love to have is for us just to talk as we do for the first 20, 30, right. 40 minutes of the podcast and then 
start create some ridiculous BS scenes based on what we just talked about. I with all our, really you know, with all our incredible accents that we can pull off. I mean, oh, dude, I was the doing talent the best. is just out of control. <laughs> I, I had my audience today uh, in stitches, uh, Pema, Pema, my four-year-old. Yes. I was doing a, she was my big sister. I love you, little big sister. Aww. And she thought it was so funny because I was just a little, little sister. <laughs> she loved it. And she was laughing all over herself. And then we got to school and we get out of the car and I'm dropping her off. And she's like, oh, tell all my friends and tell their parents and talk like that. And I'm like, no, Pema, I'm not going to be like, hello, parents, how are you doing? I think they would lock me up, Pema, so I'm not going to do that. She's like, do it. She wants to show you off. Yeah. Your talent. <laughs> hello. I love you. So listeners, thank you for listening. Unfortunately, I have to go pick up my little baby Pema. And, and we, we will we will creepy. do our best a little bit. But I think that what we need to do is pick a different time so we can do a little bit longer. Yeah. But we have been consistent because this is week 12, 12 weeks in a row. We have had a podcast up here every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Boom. Boom. And Candace, another piece of accountability. I'm going to put it out there. We, and this is, you've been kind of trying to urge us in this direction and my I schedule, lack of organization, or maybe I'm just lying. We need guests. We yes, need to get we our people guests. on. We I have, have so many people that I want to interview yep. and people. Um, uh, yeah, we got to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Thank gonna you guys for listening. I'm thank sorry. You, this is you. a short podcast. It's all my fault. But I we am, didn't want to leave you with that one. Nope. Nope. Yeah, there is that. It was. It almost was going to happen. We are almost going to kind of say, "Let's skip this week," but we Better didn't do it. Something than nothing. We didn't do it. So. So uh, thank you for listening. Spread right. the word. Like, subscribe, comment, all that stuff, and um, we will see you next week. Peace and ruby slippers. Bye, Dio. Bye. In a cold beer,